Welcome to the show. <laughs> this guy got a mistletoe belt on. Gosh, that is bad. The whole plane smells like weed. Those were the days. It's a joke, you idiot. Looked in the mirror, I'm like, <laughs> Good old innocent fun. Welcome back, everybody, to Troublemakers, the podcast where each week we bring on a guest and they tell crazy stories about their lives. I'm your host, Dylan Krasinski, coming to you from a beautiful night in Astoria, Ooh, Queens. Evening. Evening. With me, as always, is my number two, the man with the plan, my co-host with the most, Mr. Ray Zawadney. Thank you so much, Dylan. And uh, more importantly than thanking you, I want to thank everybody who's been checking out the podcast, whether you're uh, watching our full video episodes on YouTube, just looking at the shorts out there, or going on Instagram and seeing all the reels that, uh, that we post. Thank you so much. If you're one of our audio listeners, we do ask for a huge favor, uh, and that is uh, really help us out by leaving us a rating and review. And if you're going to leave us a rating, um, we're going to need it to be five stars. Nothing less than five stars. If I go out there and I see a review that is less than five stars, so fucking help me, God, I am going to come on the podcast the next week and complain about it and probably not do anything. <laughs> In typical fashion. Anywho, we have a very special guest uh, on the podcast today, uh, the hilarious Derek Humphrey, everyone. What up, fellas? Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks for having me. Welcome I appreciate to the it. show, Hell baby. Yeah, man. I feel like I haven't got to, we were just talking, I feel like I haven't got to see you in a little while. It's always it's good seeing you. And you're always fucking, uh, when, when I first moved to New York, you were one of like the first like guys I saw that I was like, that guy's fucking funny. And he's like, uh, I would say more like me than like, as far as like, uh, not full of shit, not full of shit. And, and you have a, and you don't have the, uh, New York style, which I think is a good thing. You have a very unique style on stage. Oh, thank problem. you. I yeah. appreciate that. You're a Pittsburgh fella. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're from that same kind of like, uh, you know, I'm from Ohio. Yeah. That same, it looks much like it does outside right now, gray. Mm. <laughs> but overcast. in the summer, you know, like, yeah, I know. Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother lives in Seattle. I have a brother who lives in Seattle. We were talking the other day about how it's nicer in Seattle than it is in Ohio or like Pittsburgh <laughs> at certain points. Like, yeah. Weather-wise. There, there was this dude that used to always, like, that got really got on my nerves when I worked at the airport in Pittsburgh, and he would always, like, he was, like, a factoid guy, and mm-hmm. every day he'd be like, you know, it's crazy. It actually rains more in Pittsburgh than it does in Seattle. I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I, I feel like shit regardless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm up at 5 a.m. The I dude don't with care. the most depressing facts every day. You're oh. like, all right, dude, just grab the luggage and let's put it in the well, plane. I used to do a joke about this dude because he, uh, the one day he just randomly goes, uh, I was complaining about like how tight these fucking uh, rain jackets were because we were working outside. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's like a condom that doesn't fit. I was like, what? A what? He's like, it's like a condom that doesn't fit. Oh. And then I was like, okay. It's and then, not loose. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then he keeps going. And then he goes, lifestyles from Walmart. Don't buy them. Those bastards pop right off. And I was like, why are you? I don't know you well enough for you to be trying to tell me how big your dick is. I love the idea that Ray's just like, yeah, I've never felt a tight condom ever in my life. No, I've never worn a condom ever in my life. Come on, crazy, dude. I do like I'm that. A Christian, I do like that. Ray said, "You are a real guy." One of uh, one of I wanted to tell you this. One of the first times I feel like we like interacted. Yeah. Recently, I think it was like last year. I saw you outside of a show. We're standing there. We're talking, and this comic comes walking towards us yeah. and you go oh, i fucking hate this person <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and like we know we like kind of know each other but like you have no idea if this is my best friend and then as the person gets closer you go oh thank god different person also hate this person <laughs> but <laughs> you know it's not the person i was thinking of that's so embarrassing i feel so bad 
Last night I did a um, a show as a favor for a comic. Like it was uh, their birthday. They had a roast, and it was um, not staffed with like the greatest of comics or whatever, you know. And I and a couple of comics were just like, "Man, please go in on these guys." Yeah, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, "No, no, no, we're just here for a roast." And like. I listen to like four or five of them do jokes. I'm like, okay, I'm going in. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I felt comfortable bringing you on that V8. We did that V, because uh, of VFW gig in, uh, in Staten, Staten Island. Island. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very much the vibe. That was so funny mm-hmm. is me and you were standing in the back. And it, like I said, we didn't know each other too, too well. And there was a comic who was on stage that was just full blown Staten Island Italian, and he was kicking ass up there. Oh, like he was doing he was doing like Al Pacino impressions, and yeah. uh, and then doing the like, what if the mob boss in the movie was gay? And uh, and I'm laughing my That's ass a great off, bit. and Derek's laughing too. But then I could tell you looked at me, and you were like, wait a second. Is he laughing unironically? Does he actually <laughs> like this shit? Who did I bring to this fucking show? And then I was like, no, no, that's great. And then we we, ended up, we made the most out of that show. Yeah, I think I went up on stage afterwards and I was like, oh man, gay mob boss. Wish I could do this some bullshit like that because I thought that guy had left. Yeah, and no. he was still in the audience, He's standing right next to me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh man, and, and he was a nice guy, sweetheart of a guy, sweetheart of he, a guy. He was so nice and like talking to me. He's like, hey, he's like, you're gonna have fun up there. And then you said that thing, and I was like, fuck. He was like. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, you come with that guy? I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, you know what, though? That's the kind of humor that they wanted at BFW. It really was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I shouldn't, you know, I've learned over the years um, not to be precious about comedy. Like in, like in the sense of, like, people like what they like. I mm-hmm. agree with that. Like, like I get snobby sometimes, and then yeah. you do got to, like, take a seat back and realize, yeah. like, farts are still funnier than any fucking well-crafted joke. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was a problem I had for a long time in comedy was that it was, uh, um, I was very precious about my art form. And then you just realize most people actually don't give a shit. Yeah. They really don't care. They're just there to laugh and, yeah. like, why be so critical? Well, it's, it's, it's why TikTok is the main source for comedy now. Yeah. It's just, yeah. just everyone's just doing whatever you want. Whatever yeah. you want to say and everybody loves it. Yeah, nothing's funnier than watching people slip and fall on the ice, like oh, in those yeah. videos or whatever. As long as they're not hurt critically. Oh. But I mean like it's funny. I like yeah. how you said critically. You're like some bruising's funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I still love a good accent. Anytime someone throws an accent on, usually a white person, it is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Oh, I do that in my act. It's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, brother man, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) That'll be forever hilarious to me. The only the only accent I can really do is Southern. That's uh, like the only one like I'm sort of good at. Ray, I've heard you do other accents. Yeah, I I do them, but they're offensive and not good. <laughs> right, you know what right. I mean? <laughs> That's the only one I, you can really kind of get away. I do a Southern accent, and like I made that Jelly Roll video, which was a real hit in Middle Tennessee. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> w- 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 like you can't do. I mean, we can't do any ethnicities that aren't like we you, we do Italian, you know, or maybe Polish or Russian or something like Jewish. that. Jewish. Kind of, kind of. I don't know, not yeah. right now. And then if if you get up there and you go, oh, me so, you know, like you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, like you oh, can't do that at all. 
You know, even if you are just like making fun of like the way someone talks, you're not even making fun of them culturally or anything like that. You're like, it's just different than what I do. Yeah. It's like not cool. Well, I know? mean, I mean, if, if you watch like a uh, like a night at the improv from the 90s or something, oh, you yeah. see like five white comics just firing off Indian impressions and yeah. shit. <laughs> it's just crazy. Man. I was at New York. Uh, I was at a comedy club <laughs> <laughs> within the last month and i saw a comic who was of a specific ethnicity doing jokes that were being done by white people in the 80s but because it's being done by that ethnicity they were loving it and i'm like this is just so weird because i'm like this is almost like this is like racist (laughs) in a way and i'm not and like i want to pull them aside like you don't have to do this no like you can have some pride in yourself but but whatever works again don't be precious about comedy so oh. hey uh derek have you ever uh have you ever killed anybody like with my hands <laughs> you <Whoa>. know <laughs> no <laughs> weaponry yeah it's a lot of weaponry i haven't moved up to strangulation yet no i have never i've never uh killed anybody no. right. we, we do have that's good that's good. Yeah. Okay. We that. yeah we Why did you you ask everybody or just yeah? Oh, okay. I'm not gonna lie. With my hands is maybe one of the <laughs> top five response. <laughs> yeah. I, my my favorite one is is the is the quiet one. We'll be like, have you ever killed anybody? I don't think so. Like, what are you fucking thinking about? <laughs> well, have you ever asked like a veteran before? Oh, oh yes, you are a vet. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was part of an operation that did Oof. eliminate <sighs> people. Oh well, now we're, now we're way just being kind of darker, offensive. dude. No, 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 darker. no. It's okay. It's like I was a firefighter, like as part of my unit. It wasn't like you know, I was the. You were a military firefighter. The Navy shipboard firefighter. That's oh, badass. Thank you. How long were you in the military for? Five years. Five years in Navy. Yeah, two thousand, two thousand five. Damn. 9-11. Uh, 9-11. Responded to 9-11. Uh, I, was on the very sh- I was on the first ship to fire missiles into Baghdad. Whoa. Oh, shit. In Iraq, yeah. So when you ask, like, did you kill anybody? Not technically. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I possibly? No, no, no. I didn't do it. I mean, you know, I watched the... You, you could stand... You ever seen the movie Lady Bird? Yeah. They, they, it takes place in 2003, and they show footage from the ship um, that was firing missiles into Baghdad. That was my ship. So I whenever for a long time I didn't have any credits. People were like, "What was your credit?" I'm like, "I was in the movie Lady Bird." <laughs> and you you could stand on the you could stand on the um on the top of the ship and you can watch the missiles fire off over the horizon into wow. it, you know, yeah. And so I was not a I I let me, I will say I was not a fan of the Iraq War. Yeah. And so that was the time that I knew it was time for me to go cuz I really liked being in the Navy. I loved being out to sea in the middle of the ocean like that life it was awesome so you joined in 2000 i joined in 2000 i joined clinton was president that's that's like me moving to uh new york six months before the pandemic you know <laughs> yeah. i moved there with it and i'm like oh everything went to shit and you were like oh my god there's a war i wasn't expecting right that right right well the day i actually joined was the day that the uss coal got bombed um which oh, wow we didn't have the computers in our pockets like we do now, news alerts or anything like that. So when I was signing up for the Navy, like, there's a ship being bombed, like, you know. And so I get home and I have a, a voicemail answering machine from my mom being like, hey, if you don't want to go through with this, we won't hold it against you. I'm like, it's kind of part of the job. You know, wow. you, get, you shot at or whatever. So, you know, I'll take the risk and keep going with it. And the ship that saved them 
that saved the USS Cole and brought it back over to America was the USS Donald Cook, and that was the ship I ended up being stationed on. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. So the guys that I was, like, a firefighter and repair guy with, they were the people that saved that ship and brought it back. So, like, I was, like, put right into, like, you know, like, I wouldn't say the thick of it, just, like, with a bunch of experienced people who, like, had already been through some shit. Shit. Damn. That's crazy. Well, that, that would be crazy, though, if there were, if, like, you got that alert, like, right before you're about to sign it, and it's like, holy <laughs> shit. <sighs> mm. I'm going to take a walk around the block. <laughs> yeah. I got to do some things. I got to do some soul searching. Yeah. <laughs> I was almost a guy who had to fire missiles, but thankfully... I had a criminal record. <laughs> they wouldn't let me <laughs> really? <do that. laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's, yeah. It's good to know that the military does have some standards about they do. who they, they do. you know, let fire those missiles. What do you have a criminal record for? When I was a young guy, um, <laughs> I uh, uh, <laughs> vandalized a house, and then um, I, I've been arrested for underage consumption and contributing mm-hmm. to delinquency and. That's um, um, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, of, uh, it was like vandalism, it was theft. It was like all stuff you do when you're like young or whatever. Because yeah, yeah. where I, I come from, Toledo, Ohio, yeah, and it's a pretty rough place. Like the one of the streets that like we kind of like all a lot of us grew up around was named like the eighth most dangerous street in America. <laughs> you know, it's like St. Louis, Detroit, Toledo, Baltimore, blah blah blah. Wow. Youngs- Youngstown, Ohio, is always on those lists of dangerous. Youngstown, towns. yeah, yeah. yeah Vecchione is from Youngstown, if I'm not mistaken. Youngstown's pretty bad too. So is yeah. uh, Dom Leonelli, uh, former guest of the. That pod. makes sense as yeah. well. Yeah, Dom. <laughs> Dom's a funny dude. Oh yeah, Dom's he's one of a- the guys who I think is one of the most underrated comics in New York. Yeah, he's a uh, pod a, favorite. He has a good just like story, like, and he is mm-hmm. totally him fucking. And that guy just crushes in front of like, especially like LOL. Mm-hmm. Or the now, I think rest in peace, LOL. But a lot of those clubs that are like catered to the most touristy of people, and so he has like this universality about him, or whatever. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's no me, but <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. That guy's great, though. He's no me, but uh, yeah. So I had that kind of stuff. I scored really high on the ASVAB, which is like the military SAT. You know, yeah. they and won't let you shoot missiles just because you got an underage drinking. Um, they just had to be able to trust you with classified information. Okay. Yeah. So like my brother, I have a brother who works for a defense contractor and, and he can't tell us anything and he's not even like a part of directly a part of it. Uh, Oh, you would, you would be putting it in your set. (laughs) (laughs) you'd be on our pod talking about you're the craziest fucking thing i'll tell you i like i i I think i could keep a secret but the desire to tell people secrets is strong in me oh yeah me too you know i love a little gossip i love to i love to you know get some information and pass it along well that's where that's where uh you know people are really at their most vulnerable is like, I just told you something like in complete confidence or whatever. And that's who that person really kind of is, mm-hmm. you know, in that moment. But I mean, I, I always want to say something, but I never do. In fact, I've gotten in trouble for not including, like, you know, I found out a secret about somebody like in my wife and I was like peer group or whatever. And she was like, I, you didn't tell me that they did this, that, or the other. Well, they told me not to tell you. Like, it was a confidence. <laughs> She's like, we're married. You have to tell me. Like, oh, like yeah, that's oh tough. God. I think that that is a, that's a classical marriage trap. It is. Oh, secrets. for sure. There's something. Well, that's why you got to do the, uh, oh, I forgot. I was going to tell you that. It's really forgot about it. it wasn't even that important <laughs> to me. <laughs> See, well, here's why I don't spell secrets. Because I, 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 I'm not super good at lying. 
Um, and it's easy to tell when I'm lying. And so if I would have been like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> She'd have been like, no, you didn't. You <laughs> She's like, you're stupid. I know better. <laughs> How long have you been married? Seven years. Oh, wow. Hell yeah. yeah. Congrats. Seven, seven long years. <laughs> <sighs> no, no, no. My wife's great. She's the best. Um, yeah, seven years. I didn't think I would ever get married, but she's cool. So she puts up with this bullshit, you know. It's nice, dude. What a treat. <laughs> I hope one day I could find someone who would put up with my bullshit, dude. You got a nice place. I'm surprised you don't have more ladies over here. Uh, you know, just can't find yeah, one. Yeah, yeah you do. You have ladies over sometimes. Yeah, yeah, every now yeah. and then. <laughs> we can I, I don't I don't know I don't know which one of the girls that he's talking to listens to the pod. Oh, a couple of gotcha. them uh, one of okay. them listens to the pod. All right, okay. gotcha. you know? yeah, yeah. The yeah. only one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna edit that out. <laughs> oh God! Sixteen minutes in. Well, that, that's. Um, what, I mean, I mean, I have a I have a serious girlfriend that I live with who I who I love very much. And anytime like somebody's like, "Yeah, we were at a strip club." Dylan's like, "Ray loves strip clubs, huh? You're a big strip club guy, huh? Well, oh, I bet you'd like a good lap dance right now." And I'm like, "What the fuck are you trying to do to me?" You're trying to get me in trouble, bro. You yeah, but there's nothing shit. wrong with that, Ray. You know, you just got to be who you are. You got to be your true self, I've, and your lady will accept you for it. I've learned that if you just reframe it as I'm supporting sex workers, I'm a feminist, yeah. that should be your get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think it's very fair. I don't think she's buying it. <laughs> I didn't know you had a living. Yeah, we just moved in in the uh, beginning of January. <laughs> Oh I, didn't, I didn't adopt a refugee. Yeah, you, like, you got a res- you got a rescue. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you oh. brought that little Mexican boy that you were uh, <laughs> mentoring in Delivery. For the price of a cup of coffee a day. <laughs> Yo, living. this is fucked up. You remember those those commercials obviously you brought up the ten cents a day. You yeah. Know? I I was the youngest in my family and I used to think that the kid came to actually live with you. Oh. And I wanted my mom to adopt one of these kids so bad so I'd have a younger sibling. Not because I just wanted a younger brother, but because after my brother would kick my ass, I wanted somebody whose ass oh. I could kick. God. <laughs> so you're like, hey, let me get a little Somali kid in <laughs> yeah. here and see if I can't fuck that ass up. so fucked up. I dude. know, and they would have been such an easy victory. <laughs> <laughs> Those commercials are so depressing and Ray's like, I need one of those in my house yeah. for violence. I know it's. Hey, I didn't say it was a good thing. I'm like, but I was like, I was like fuck that dude. He could be my send new me brother. the most emaciated child you have possible, so I can kick his ass. I'm like, I'm like Delahoya looking for pushover victories <laughs> yeah. in his prime. I was like, nah, I don't want to take the big fight. I, I I never had an older sibling, so I never really. I had aunts who would beat me up, you know, or like. Um, you know, maybe, well, I got beat up a lot by, like, the neighborhood people yeah. or whatever. You big, big fighter growing up? I got into fights when I was a kid. Um, you know, not, I don't know. I stopped getting into them. Actually, I haven't been in a fight since I was in the Navy. Oh, um, shit. Which is, I mean, going back 20 years now at this point. I mean, well, you get older. It's like, I don't want to yeah, get into yeah, a yeah. fucking fight. Nowadays, you hit somebody and. They fall and hit their head on the curb or something. You're looking at manslaughter. Dude, that happened to uh, my friend, a friend of a friend's brother. Like, knocked someone out and hit his head, died. Yeah. And went to jail. He went to jail. How long long did he do? I have no idea. I didn't know him like that. It was like, 
my buddy's sister was dating this guy, and it was his his brother or whatever, his friend. Gotcha. Or something. I grew up yeah. around guys who were in jail. Some couple of them still for murder. Really? And like, yeah. So just like it, it was a thing where it could have escalated to that point, you know, Man. where with some of these people, and I'm like, I just learned to get away from it, yeah. you know, as I got older. Thankfully, my parents. We moved out to the suburbs when I was like. 16 17 you know so i got away from that shit but Jeez. i actually this is so weird that just made me think of this two days ago my friend texted me who i was like how is he texting me? he's supposed to be in jail <laughs> and uh and then i was like well now they have phones that's how they do the tiktok they dances dude dude he he was he was like yeah he's like my second phone i've had in here they, they took it from me and he's just oh, like, so he had it smuggled to him. Yeah, he just wow. ran, he just randomly sent me a text and was like, "Bro, you got to come and do a stand up show here." I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> fucking right on it, dude." He was he was like, "We could slip you in, man. We'll just give you one of these green suits, and uh, you know, we can." <laughs> he's fucking said he was like, he's like, he's like, we slip in Tito's and shit. And get oh, drunk. My oh my god! So he said he said he was. That's that's when I asked him. He was like, I was like, I was like, oh, because I didn't get the text till the next morning. I was like, oh shit, man, it's been a while. I was like, I was like. What are you up to? And he was like, oh, I'm hung over as shit. I'm like, wait a second. How are you hung over? He's like, I was like, aren't you in jail? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't from toilet wine. It was. Yeah, it was actually. Damn. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Damn. Yeah, I saw a TikTok of a guy who was showing how to make um, quesadillas on his iron. Yeah. <laughs> in jail. Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm so into the the algorithm of like guys making food in jail on TikTok. It's, oh, no oh yeah. These dudes who like they'll get like bags of ramen and they'll mix it up and they have all names well, for them. Yeah. Well, I told you about my other br- buddy that I grew up with who was who was in and out of jail a good bit and he uh when he got out the one time, he like refused to admit that jail sucks. Because he was, he was like, he was like too, too much pride, and we kept hitting him with things. We were like, yeah, but like you can't go outside. And he's like, no, we get a lot of yard time. And I'm like, all right, well, you, uh, you know, the food had to be terrible. He's like, nope, good ass food, man. He's like, honestly, you cook these, uh, you you get some like uh, Doritos from the kitchen and some ramen package, and you make it up like like right over the toilet with like one of your little hot plates. And I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, some of the smartest people in the world in there cooking. <laughs> like, all right, dude. Okay. <laughs> Nothing like toilet Doritos. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was describing this food. Every one of us was like, yeah, that sounds fucking disgusting. He's like, no. Yeah. So I had a bunch of like little things when I was a kid, like just random stuff. And that that'll keep you from being able to be uh, high up in the. Well, you can be in the military for a while once you've proven like I, I had a great track record because and then the military that was like, you know, with maybe like one exception. There was like for the most part, I, I kept my nose clean because that was like. I fucked up in school, mm-hmm. you know, and I dropped out of college. Like, I need to get one good thing under my belt. So you dropped out of college before you went to the military? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I dropped out of college, and then I went back to college on my own and paid for, like, night school on my own and was doing well. But then I was like, you know what? If I if I graduate, I still will be living here in Ohio. <laughs> and, yeah. like, I just wanted to get out. Yeah. You know, and you just don't have a lot of options if you're from a, a <clears throat> poor part of the country. You know, Man. other than like the military or something like that. So I'm, I'm fucking uh, hightailed it out of there. Were you, uh, when you were in the military, in the Navy, did you ever, um, this is a dumb question, but do you ever go on land or are you on the boat like the whole time? Yeah, yeah. You go on land all the time. And that's one of the reasons I um, was happy with the job that I got because it was, you could do it on a small ship and a small ship has to 
you know, fill up more, get supplies Port more, and stuff and like that. Yeah, it, you know, if you're on an aircraft carrier, some certain aircraft carriers. Or submarines, because they're nuclear, they won't let them into oh. the port at all. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, or if you have, like, nuclear weapons and stuff like that, they won't let you anywhere near the port. We didn't have any of that, so they would let us into the port. I got a lot of, I got to see a lot of places. It stopped happening so much after Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> that was part of it, yeah. too, was, like, we just weren't welcome anywhere in places, and people, we were in Germany, people were trying to bomb our ship. Really? But it was, like, Greenpeace. Oh, Greenpeace was trying to like, which is also like kind of contradictory. It's like, you know, you, yeah. if you blow us up, we're gonna leak all this oil and shit <laughs> all over your all over your port. So like, why would you want to bomb us? And peace is in the name. Like, settle down. Fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Right. Also, if you bomb our ship, there's a chance that, you know, some fish might die. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's what they care about there's a lot of ancillary downside to you guys doing this damn so. what's uh what's like the coolest place that you had gotten to visit um i would say i, I really enjoyed being in norway oh yeah yeah we pulled into oslo norway which um is its own beautiful city it's maybe like it's not a huge city i mean it's huge for like norwegian or mm -hmm. yeah you know, european standards but it's probably the size of like i don't know long island city or something like that okay yeah and um uh but then we took a bus um one for a couple of days to Lillehammer, norway which is where they had the 97 winter olympics something like oh, that shit. 95 or some shit like that one of the, one of the olympics they had there and that was cool, man. It's just like seeing like these huge mountains, snow-capped mountains, and everything like that. When skiing, where they had the Olympics, and you have time to like party in these places too, and like oh, have yeah. some fun and shit. Oh god, too much fun. Yeah, really. If anything, yeah. I mean, again, this was a time where I was trying to keep my nose clean, you know. So I, I, I we would get drunk. We actually got drunk. We were in France for like ten days. We got stranded in France, which ended up being good because me and my buddy. Um, shacked up with these chicks yeah <laughs> and um nice. yeah and we would just like i mean because at a certain point you're in a small french town it's called breast france it's b-r-e-s-t nice dude <laughs> and um and there's only so much sightseeing you can do in a small port town yeah you know so by the fourth day at like noon everybody's just going to the bar you know oh, yeah. so good. and there was usually like one bar where all the we would all meet up and, you know, we're just drunk the whole time, you know, and uh, fighting with other ships and stuff <laughs> like that. And, like, and, you know, throwing down beers or whatever and just, like, making out with girls at the bar and all that sort of stuff. And then, like, right. it got to the point where these girls didn't want us to go. And they're like, oh, stay here and, you know, we'll take care of you and you go to school or whatever. Oh, shit. So I filled out... So in the military, there's this thing. It's uh, a general request form, and there's a, there's like a form to fill out for anything. If you yeah. want to go to the fucking bathroom or whatever, you fill out a form and whatever. And there's one. It's just like this, you know, name, rank, whatever, in the big blank space, and you can write something specific. <laughs> and if it doesn't, if it doesn't fall under something that they've already got like a rule for or whatever, you can like request something. So. Me and my buddy went to go talk to these guys from the French Foreign Legion, and we were like, man, what if we, like, just, I don't know, gave up our citizenship and just hung out with these girls or whatever? <laughs> so I 
As a joke. <laughs> As a joke. You have to you have to re- put in the verbiage respectfully request to renounce America and join the French Foreign oh Legion. Oh my god. And like, I mean, I filled out, I handed it in kind of like as a goof, but also like, let's just see how far yeah. this will go. Like the chick was so hot. And well, they did not take too kindly to that. It, <laughs> yeah. Because this was like, <laughs> yeah. this was like December of 2001. This is like two months yeah. after 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm still like, playing proud to be an American yeah. at my school every morning. Oh, I mean, this was like freedom fries, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, era. Like, you know, if, if you don't love America, you're a, a commie terrorist, you know. And here I am being like, oh, the pussy's good. I think I want to. <laughs> can, can, I, can I join the French Foreign Legion instead of being an American? Which I'm glad. I mean. <laughs> Are you glad it worked out? You're glad they didn't. I'm glad. Uh, yeah, I'm glad I, they didn't let me do it. I think I'd be pretty upset if I had stayed in. Oh, this is so <laughs> yeah, fucking funny. Forever, yeah. And it was, it made as a joke, like it made its way up the chain of command. Like people ended up finding out about it or whatever, and they're like, "What the fuck are you thinking?" And I was like, "I don't know. It was kind of funny, wasn't it?" Yeah. I was like, "I just want to see what they would say," and I don't know. And then me and that girl kept in touch for a little bit, and then you know. Oh, damn. Never dude. been back. Oh, so if you bad. go to Breast France and you see a 25-year-old kid who looks like Shrek, <laughs> <laughs> there's a chance with, it's mine. With a French accent. <laughs> yeah. Croissants. <laughs> dude. Oh, man. Oh, there, so there was funny. no like real repercussions for it. No. I mean, uh, the... the the division officer, the, the chain of com- command that I had, I mean, we were no, because we we're in the engineering department. Yeah. Um, and so all the below deck people, the people who work in the engine rooms, they're a different breed of character, as it were. You know, it's the back of the bus kids. It's the kids who are grease monkeys or whatever. Okay. You know, they expected that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Like, culturally, it was always kind of like, you're an engineer. You're the guy going to get fucking tattoos and pour. You're, okay. you know. Even though you don't handle guns, somehow you have one. <laughs> like, so, so it was more like, a, what, what are you doing? But like, not like an actual like. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got yelled at. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got screamed at for sure, you know. But by the time it made its way up to the captain, he thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of you like. Just going up and being like, "Excuse me, can I have a meeting with the captain?" Oh no, I no, yeah. it was no. He 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 saw me and he like, oh, I, you had to do this thing every day where you're like sweeping the floors. You had to keep everything like really clean from like eight to eight thirty or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're just cleaning up the ship or whatever. And anytime the captain would walk into your space, you yell, "Attention on deck!" And everybody has to stand up straight, you know, whatever, until he goes carry on. And sometimes he would just, he was a cool dude. He would just want to carry on, get, get, get your ass back to work or whatever. You know what I mean? And when one time he stood up, everybody's like, oh, attention on deck, we're standing by. And he walks by and he's like a head shorter than me. He's like a short guy. And then he, he walks back to me and he stops and then he turns around and he looks at me. He has like those mirror shade glasses and he has a cigar or whatever. He goes, French foreign fucking legion, huh? <laughs> 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 and I just kind of smiled. I was like, yes, sir. And he was like, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, cool, that was like the end of it. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. You, uh, you said you mostly kept your nose clean. Did you ever get in trouble when you were in the... 
Yeah, you know I mean, maybe? yeah, nothing too serious. I got in fights, you know, every now and again. There was a thing, there was a point, though, where I was, like, so disenfranchised with being in the military because of um, Iraq mm-hmm. um, that I, and they kept me in long. The reason I was in five years, I rounded up to five. It was really, like, four years, nine months. But um, they kept me in longer than I was originally planned to be in. Mm-hmm. When you sign up for the military, you actually sign up for eight years, four years of active, four years of inactive reserve. So if there ever is a war within the first, like, four years that you're out, you're the first one getting called back, so they don't have to institute a draft. Yeah. And, um... Wait, that's still true today? That's still... I'm sure it's still true today. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah there's no... I, I can't imagine that it's not... I mean, I'm, I'm too old and too fat now for them to, like, call me back up, but... Um, but yeah, and so, but within that four year period, if there's anything going on, they can just keep you, they can extend you. They wanted to extend me. I was supposed to get out Thanksgiving one year and the senior enlisted guy came walking by and he goes, oh, you're getting out Thanksgiving, huh? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, I don't think so. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me, man. And so rather than have them extend me for a year, I was like, I'll make a deal with you. I'll stay through what are called like workups to make sure the ship is ready or whatever. Because they wanted me to go back over to uh, the Gulf, the Gulf again. Yeah. And I was like, Damn. I was like, you don't want me going back. I was like, I developed kind of a bad attitude by this point in the sense of like I was so against the war or whatever. And the the, the Navy uniform looks so much different now today than it used to. You know, like back in the day. I mean, I think they still have like the dress uniform where you look like fucking Popeye. Yeah, yeah. the blues. The blue, like with yeah, the, the blue or the white, yeah. yeah, with the handkerchief and all that sort of stuff, and the hat. But they have a different uniform for when you're out to sea, and they were starting to kind of phase that in mm-hmm. during it. And they would call it Task Force uniform, right? And now, so while I'm in the military, we're wearing coveralls out to sea. It's just one unit with it, and it's got a belt for whatever reason. It's got a belt, yeah. and if you don't have your belt on, even though it serves no real purpose, like you're out of uniform. So I carry the belt around or whatever, and it'd be completely loose or whatever. And I used to do this thing where I would take, I would stand at the end of the lunch line, I would take my junk and put it on top of the belt buckle <laughs> at the end of the lunch line and just greet everybody like, hey, did you hear about Task Force uniform? <laughs> I would walk into like, you know, like the officers, like quarters or whatever with my, with my dick and my balls above my, this bulge above my belt buckle. And it was holding it up like a shelf. Like here's my belt buckle and it's holding everything up like on display. You know what I mean? I'd walk in, I'd be like, Oh, sir, here's your paperwork. <laughs> stuff. Like some real like borderline like clinger shit from yeah. MASH, you know, where it's like, I just want you to like, just I just want you to know that like, I'm not going to be cool being here long yeah. term, you know? So Because, yeah, because I just was like not, I, I didn't, I, and I, I'm pretty sure I'm still right that <laughs> Iraq had nothing to do with 9-11. Yeah. You know, so I was like, I don't think we need to be here. We should concentrate our efforts like on more meaningful shit. But nope. Yeah, like the you homeland. Heard it, you heard it here first, folks. Iraq <laughs> did not do 9-11. <laughs> you didn't even hear it here first. If you're hearing it here first, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Our listeners. Yeah, they've heard it yeah. First, yeah. Yeah, we so. tell them not to listen to the fucking fake news. <laughs> Dude, we don't talk. We really don't talk a lot of politics here. But do you have you seen what's going on in Texas? The yeah. The... So the Texas, um, the governor of Texas, Biden, there's like a, a battle going on. Uh, between Greg Abbott yeah, and, and Joe Biden. Biden. And so Texas, they keep like uh, 
putting up these walls and like um, barbed wire mm-hmm. to like keep people from coming across right. the border. Yeah. And then Biden is sending in like National Guard or whatever to take them down. And then the Texas National Guard keeps putting them up. And then Biden was like, you better take those walls down. And Abbott was like, yeah, what are you going to do? And so oh, wow. now there's like this tension. And they're, that was like four days ago, uh, and I haven't followed up since. But they're just playing Jenga with the border wall. <laughs> I, I I'll tell you what, I don't agree with putting up a wall because that's how you keep people in, you know. And I, I kind mm. of I, I I like free passage, and I want people to be able to come to America and spend their money. You know what I mean? At the same time, I think Texas probably has a right to make sure that they're not being in, you know having their rights encroached upon that's know. what abbott's called it he's called it an invasion yeah it's, uh, two two and a half million people in the last three years i think maybe more oh wow that yeah. is kind of crazy a lot. yeah you that's see, a lot i mean you see them if you walk around new york they've been bussing people in they've been so what do you mean then <laughs> Dude, we all know what i meant we all know i'll say this though you know what is always kind of the mark of people that i I don't want to get too political or whatever but i do think it's funny where you have a lot of blue hairs and like septum piercing people being like america sucks oh yeah why is everybody trying to get here (laughs) yeah Yeah. you know i mean like shut up yeah you know what i mean like don't two things these two things can't be true these are mutually you know, like kind of compatible events like America yeah. rocks. That's why everybody wants to come here. Yeah. And like, don't be like, oh, but sometimes it rocks a little too hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Sometimes it I rocks a little too <laughs> hard. <laughs> he is a sick puppy. That's <laughs> <laughs> our boy. <laughs> I don't want Trump to come back. <laughs> Dude, I mean, it would be hilarious, but, you know, it's bad really, for, that's it's, it. It's bad for comedy, in my It's opinion. really bad for comedy. Because, oh, yeah. like, who... He's so much funnier than, like, so many of the people who hate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's no sat, like... You know, like there's, there's no, no yeah, there's no satire. Him, yeah, during that during that run of Trump in office, it was it, it's almost like comedy if for a section of people just died, and it was like lectures on stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's too much. Well, the whole thing of like um, <laughs> all that shit he said about uh, Rosie O'Donnell, you know, or whatever, and like some of the funniest stuff. Yeah, anybody's ever said into a microphone for sure, absolutely. And the way he put a shellacking on Hillary Clinton, and and I guess it, it, this will be the only political thing I'll say. All the turmoil that we're experiencing in America over the last almost decade now is directly and one hundred percent the fault of Hillary Clinton specifically, <laughs> because I and a lot of people who are in my demographic of at this point middle aged white dudes. We're all ready to go, like, vote Bernie. I, I voted for him twice. Yeah. Right. A lot of people are ready to go vote Bernie. A lot of my friends were like, I'm going to go to the polls and vote Bernie. I've never voted for a major uh, uh, party candidate in my life. I don't agree with everything he has to say, but I was like, I was just so ready for a change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a change year, and old I Know Better came along and kneecapped the dude. And I was like, well, I'm not going to go into Manhattan and go vote for a person who's going to win Manhattan, mm-hmm. who I don't like, who sent me to a war That's I fair. didn't agree with, right? Yeah. And so all the people who hated her so much went to the polls and voted for the other guy. And then now it's just been nothing but fighting ever since. Yeah. 
it, it it's it's fighting and and misinformation and i am like and i don't know shit do you know what i mean like 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 i don't know what the belief you don't about know what, anything. Where, yeah where the real truth is and, with some stuff and yeah. and the, the funniest shit is is that like and it's how I've been all my life, but now it's like like politics is like now social, right? Because you know, it's all people talk about; it's their identity. So like, I will hear things that like because people just spout off at the mouth and will say like a fact that they heard once, fucking four years ago, and it's just like if you like it, you're like, yeah, that's true, and if you don't like it, you're like, nah. Right. Yeah, like and, and, yeah. it, and, it, and it literally is. It's like what your perception is. It's the way that you filter that information. Like, like, like I was, I think I was telling you this, not, not even on the pod. My buddy calls me up and he's like, he's like, dude, I, I like, like he's, he's gotten pretty right wing. And he's like, dude, I think it's fucking crazy what they're doing in California. They're giving everybody who's not white $50,000. And I was like, there's gotta be more information than that. Right, right. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Maybe there's something about it. I was like, I was like, that that can't be true. Right. I read it on Twitter. Yeah. From a guy with a check mark. It has to be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a thing I, I made a joke that like offhanded comment once that um in the last like five, six years, I think Rachel Maddow has been about as correct about things as Alex Jones has been. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Alex Jones is like the modern day Nostradamus. He's a lot of his stuff is coming true. And that he's on. He's opium. insane. He's the first guy that I can really kind of recall who was like, yeah, there's a, a there's a, a plane that's taking all these famous people to a private island to molest kids. Yeah. Everybody's like, no, okay, whatever, Alex Jones. Yeah. And I'm then, pretty sure he was like the first person to talk about the deep state and being like, it doesn't matter who's president. It's it's the all these people, they're all out to get yeah, you. I mean, it's all I, mean, the I, mean I mean, let's not get it. We're not going to say Alex Jones oh, is, yeah, is, is more than fucking 4% right about what he says. Oh, he's like, he's, uh, he's up there. Fucking... Well, there's a lot of egregious shit. The Sandy Hook thing was pretty funny. Yeah, he's oh, a gross. fucking mon he's yeah, a yeah. monster. Yeah. yeah, well, the water thing. But also, so is Rachel Maddow. I think Rachel Maddow is a complete piece of shit. And, like, th she feeds false information, too. Who's the one who lied, who got caught lying on air about being under gunfire? It was Brian Williams. Yes. He was the NBC host. Yeah. He said he was under... Hillary Clinton said that she had came, arrived at a uh, at something under gunfire, and then they showed video from it, and she's <laughs> <laughs> walking down the tarmac, like, whatever. It's like, you you dumb. Did you know that um, there was a... On January 6th, this most recent one there, was, which is also my birthday... <laughs> Is Which, it really? Yeah, it does not. I haven't been able to celebrate my birthday in years. You can't look like I do and well, celebrate that, January 6th. After that huge celebration we had at the Capitol. After that huge celebration that we had at the Capitol, it's been downhill ever since. <laughs> I love the idea of that just being a Derek Humphrey birthday dude. party that went awry. Oh, dude, dude, I know I know a guy. Well, I'll tell you after the pod. You know him too, I'm sure. Um, specifically told to me he was going down to D.C. for the protests on January 6th and then didn't go because his ride bailed at the last minute, but he was on his way. Do you know who it is? I feel like I know who it is, and <laughs> yeah. I won't say who it no, is no. on the pod. I'll yeah. tell Do you I after. know this person? Yes, dude, yeah. Funny comic. Was, oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> he was about, he was literally, like, talking to me about it for, like, a week or two. He's like, yeah, it's going to be a big protest. I'm getting a ride down. Oh, I'll be is. there. Yeah. And then his ride bailed, and I was like, dude, thank was, God you were not there. <laughs> one of the guys, I think, from, like, Mr. Show... 
was at the he got arrested. Really? Like, like one of the, not Paul F. Tompkins and not Bob Odenkirk or Dave Cross, but there was like another guy. I, he was like a comedy guy who everybody really loved. And then he was like at the January 6th thing and everybody's like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> There's a comic in New York who went and they went, I don't want to talk shit about him, but I mean, I don't ever see them, but they, they went to, you know, report on it or whatever. Sure. And. You know, uh, and they got kind of blacklisted from, con- but they were headed that way anyway, God so damn. it doesn't really matter. But yeah, so, um, but this most recent January 6th, there was a, a story that um, there was a bomb threat um, on, I think, Capitol Hill or one of those things Whoa. that Kamala Harris was targeted or whatever the case may be. And then it took a Democrat reporter, a, a guy who's like a, 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 a gay liberal guy to come out and say like, you know, this was reported, it was false, and they never retracted the statement. They never clarified that it was like false or whatever. And so you just get these things where everybody is spoon-fed information for 72 hours cycles or whatever, and then their their brain is broken. They think like this fake, fake shit is real. And then, like, they forget about it. But their whole perspective on life or how it's either reaffirmed, destroyed, or, like, broken because they got all this bad info. Yeah. You know? And then you don't want to sit there and go, well, we need an authority on that because that leads to more problems. Yeah. You know? Dude, I I just can't stop thinking about you, like, calling up a bar on, like, January 5th being like, hey, do you guys, uh, we're having a party tomorrow. Do you guys have availability? Can we rent the upstairs room? That is so funny. It's a private event, actually. I did not know that was your birthday. (laughs) so funny. Yeah. Well, I took it off Facebook years ago because I got tired of... uh, People wishing you a happy birthday. Well, yeah, people wish me a happy birthday. Like, I have 4,000 friends <laughs> on Facebook, <laughs> you know? And so I got tired of, like, you know, saying thank you to that guy I did an open mic with 10 years ago oh. for, <laughs> for saying happy birthday. And then I'm glad it wasn't up on the actual day. Yeah. I mean, I had enough jokes, as it were. You would have really dominated the news cycle, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually, the only time I went to D.C. in the past couple of years outside of her comedy, my wife and I went to the Women's March, which was its own kind of January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking, the pussy riots or whatever. Because you know? uh, I got in trouble that day because I was just making all these jokes online like, hey, way more hot chicks here than I thought there would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so good dude yeah. oh yeah are you big you go to the marches around here uh i've been to some of the black Lives. i went to some of the black lives matter ones nice. um, early on in the pandemic um just to support a lot of my friends but at this point i don't go to any of it you know? Dude, it, it you know it takes me so much to get out of my house just to do <laughs> just to go do like a show that i'm booked on Right, yeah, yeah. I'm not showing up for a thing that I don't know a whole lot about. To feed myself, let alone to fight a cause. <laughs> yeah. Dude, can, they, can you DoorDash a march to your apartment? That's the only way I'm participating. Well, a lot of my friends who are black, I think they've disassociated themselves with that as on top of it now at this point. Like, yeah. I mean, because there's some shenanigans. I don't know if it's true because just just cursory things that I've read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but also it came to represent like, you know, some stuff that they don't agree with. 
Sure. Um, you know, so, but, you know, it was a time where, like, my friends were feeling, like, you know, vulnerable or whatever the case may be, and I just wanted to go hang out with them and show them sure. support. But then, yeah, I remember one of them at Barclays that started to just, like, turn up, and I'm like, well, my time to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, getting in fights with the cops over the sort of stuff. Like, I came for people to speak and have their minds, you know, heard and, and whatnot, but I'm not here to, like... I'm not, Spit on a SWAT team guy. Or yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not, I don't want to throw a brick at Target. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, that's why. You know what? If we just had Kendall Jenner giving out Pepsi's <laughs> all over the country, it would have yeah. been fine. Right, right. That's what right, we needed. Right. Kendall Jenner, January sixth, passing out Pepsi's, and you know what? It would have been fine. You would have had a great birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a whole pallet full of Pepsis given out by uh, Kendall. Yeah. Th- there was this There was this uh, news outlet, I remember, like, right before the last presidential election. And they were, like, you know how everybody, like, there's that narrative that, like, Joe Biden's a pedophile? Yeah. And, uh, what do you mean narrative, dude? So there is <laughs> this, uh, there's this video, like, hit piece that was made where it's interspliced of, like, you know, like video of him like kissing like a kid's head or like like holding a little kid's hand or like, you know, patting a kid on the back uh, interspliced with this like uh, this uh, psychologist who specializes in like uh, um, child predators. Right. And yeah. the music is like this sinister like. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like he's like talking and saying all this stuff. And then it was getting shared by some of like my friends on Facebook like. Oh, this guy's fucking disgusting. Anybody who would vote for th- I was like, hey, if you can't see that this is clearly the fucking work of Christopher Nolan's editor, like right. that this is like like, you know, you guys are I, it's just a really good editing with bad music. Pictures speak a thousand words, Ray. You, you guys know, are acting you, you guys you are acting someone like smelling Keith. hair. If it smells like a pedophile and sniffs like a pedophile. Well, people are commenting like they caught him butt fucking a toddler, and it was literally him oh, just God. like say like like the one thing they, they go he says something like uh he's like oh he's like uh, hey uh how old are you eight and he's like well no no boyfriend until you're you know until you're thirty right dad and then they're like even him talking about her dating shows that he thinks yeah the, I was like that's an old man being an old man but because you got the fucking Michael Myers music playing it's you know he looks <laughs> awful right uh, that's the sort of thing that I don't go in for because like I, you know I have a bit that I'm kind of working on right now but it, it's just kind of the thing about like I don't need conspiracy theories because like the facts are bad enough you yeah. know like really honestly and like I don't need to think that Joe Biden is and I don't think he's a pedophile I don't think he's I don't know a lot about his character outside of the things that are on public record and the things that are on public record suck. (laughs) And so they're pretty bad. Yeah. And so it was like when, when they were going around painting black lives matter, you know, on the streets and whatnot, I was like, they should paint it on one of the prisons he built (laughs) (laughs) because you can see him on TV, you know, standing up in front of Congress talking, you know, about gay people should never get married. Black people belong in jail. If you smoke crack, you go to jail. All the things that like his kid does now in the open. (laughs) And you're just like, I don't need to like, I don't need to, uh, to think that he's a pedophile to think that he's not a good dude. There's enough like other bad shit. One of the best things, uh, um, about the Biden presidency that I really enjoy is when they found crack in the White House and they were like, who could it be? Right. Yeah. Yeah, the They're coke. like testing the bag for fingerprints. And I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah. We know. Yeah, we, we all know. know who it is. There's yeah. videos of Hunter like, oh, whoo, like on yeah. the balcony. And you're yeah. like, all right, we yeah. know who it is. 
I I hate both of the, the them to the, this extent. I wish we could like dig up the ghost of Ross Perot to run for president. <laughs> Honestly, like I'm just so tired of. I think a lot of Americans are. I think. Oh I, yeah. You know, and I think the only people who are going to go vote are are people who are super scared that the other guy is going to win. Yeah, that it's, makes sense. Yeah, instead of it being like I really believe this person is going to be a good leader. Or this person's gonna do better. It's it's it's. I just don't want the other side to win. Yeah, and that's that's just like a shitty place to be in as a culture, as a country. I agree. They're just so old. Yeah, that's the thing. So we well, ne- we never talk that too. Yeah, we yeah. never talk politics on this pod. Uh, oh, for sorry. you know, no, we just no, don't. No, but sometimes it, it, I don't like to talk about it, honestly. Whatever no. happened. But we were, I was, we were flowing though. You we know? were. Yeah. I was just gonna say. I think people are so tired of the establishment, like all these presidents or who are you know nominees and stuff they come in and, and i think trump was like really one of the first people to call them out like when he called out mm-hmm. hillary for being like you've been in politics for 40 years what, what are you talking about all the change right right that you're right. gonna do you've had the opportunity right biden the same thing he's been in politics for 40 mitch mcconnell yes. all these people who've just been there you need that's why but, i think but donald trump like, but donald trump also has a history and a track record of doing things Terrible outside of politics. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we don't have to talk about those. You know, well, no, I, 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 I just, I just, I just don't want this this podcast to be painting Trump as this fucking white knight. No, I agree with you. I, I'm, rude. <laughs> I'm sure you probably don't want it to come across as that either. I, I, I think that it's, um, it, yeah, we're we are not saddled with good choices. No, you no, know? yeah. That's what we need before his whole uh, disaster with. Uh, the Hawaii begging for donations, you know, the rock could have been a great candidate. You know, oh. you need a total outsider, maybe like a David Goggins or a Jocko Wait, Wilnick. What did and, he, what did he do? The rock? Oh, he went on TV with the, with the Hawaii with fires. He went on TV oh, yes. and they were like, please, please send us money. Like $10, a hundred dollars. And everyone was like, dude, you're worth billions of, you're worth a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. And when they did a breakdown of how that company worked, there was so much yeah. little money that was actually getting matriculated down yep. to the people there. And this is another thing where, you know, that story in and of itself, like the conspiracy theory aspect of, it, I read one where they're like, you know, it was a space laser, right? That, <laughs> the, the blue roofs. It was the blue a, roofs. Blue roofs, the space laser. <laughs> I know. Was shooting beams down to blow up Hawaii so that they could develop it. It's like, well, there probably really was a fire. Who knows if there was arson involved? You know, there's definitely a fire. Who knows what the, the, the cause was conclusively or whatever. But also, like... The, the, these people are getting forced out of their homes. Let's focus on the bad enough shit that's yeah, really happening. Yeah. Because when you start to be like, there's space lasers, you get your argument disregarded. True. Yeah. Space lasers sounds cool. Dude, it there, does sound cool. There's <laughs> Very <a> Dr. <laughs> Evil. <laughs> this is, there's a comic who yeah. uh, does this bit. And I don't know who it is. I don't remember. Um, if it's you, it's going to be hilarious. Uh, but it makes me think about conspiracies like this all the time. He talks about how conspiracies now, conspiracy theories, you're like, oh, they, no way that could be fucking true. And then he goes, well, think about like there was probably a dude when FDR was president who was like, I don't think the president can walk. And, <laughs> and, everyone, and everyone was like, are you crazy? Well, of course he can walk. <laughs> right, dude. right, right. He's like, nah, nah, they never show him standing up. Oh, yeah, it's that's a good, a good point. But I think about that all the time. The government, like, just straight up hid that from everybody that were like, you know, oh, no, he's fine. He doesn't have polio. He's not in a wheelchair. Yeah, they didn't want to project weakness during the war. Very fair. Right, yeah. Which, Still a, 
Although, why are they still giving Joe Biden a microphone? (laughs) 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 Or Kamala Harris. She's like half his age and she's still just not making any sense. She's got that. She's got that like uh, it's almost like a nervous thing, I think, when you start talking the Michael Scott, uh, the office where he's like, sometimes I start a sentence and eventually, you know, I try to figure out where I find myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She sounds like me interviewing for a job that I'm not qualified (laughs) for, you know, like, um, well, what I did there was I accomplished the thing I set out to accomplish. (laughs) You're like, what, what did did you really? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, it, it, you have to tell a fine line and you have to kind of be able to think for yourself. But you know, my wife reminded me of this. Cause I think the Epstein thing is like pretty, pretty fascinating. Oh, super fascinating. And, um, you know, there's like a hundred, my joke for or my comment to her was that there's 150 names that came out like on the list. Right. And say this, as far as my conspiracy theory with this goes, say that 125 of them were like Democrats or whatever. The New York times will report, 25 Republicans found on and they just yeah. disregard the 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 totality of it because they're so worried about wanting to enforce an agenda. Yeah, I think the point is that 150 people were Right, there. right. It's it doesn't matter who it was. Like they keep focusing like Donald Trump was there. It's like yeah, he wrote on the plane once. Bill Clinton did 30 times and they have a picture of him. He was in, having in fun over there. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. He was yucking it up. For sure. And so, but also I don't think that um I don't think that because you're a democrat or you're a democrat in power that you are um that it's the draw of pedophilia brings you into that. Yeah. I think that these things were honeypot organizations set up by somebody to use these people as leverage to get what they want, you know? Yeah. So it's like uh Godfather two, right? Remember that Senator yes. from Nevada who they drugged him. He woke up with the dead hooker and now they got him in the back pocket. Yeah. That's what I think that the, these, whoever is financing Epstein was using him as a conduit to get people leverage over these people well, it wasn't uh maxwell it wasn't her father like Mossad. yeah so yeah dude. and Mossad. also like uh, a news guy or something like that was it sounded like his maybe cover yeah he was like a news uh person but yeah that's you don't think that they're doing that stuff yeah. I feel bad for the people that just went there thinking they were going on a vacation. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm going to go swim, and now everybody thinks uh, I'm a pervert. I'm going to go to this temple. Yeah. The best <laughs> thing trying I to get saw, a tan. The best thing I saw was how they were covering, um, like, Biden and Hillary being on the plane. And they went on the news and legitimately said, they said, well, you know, these these politicians aren't really that rich. They can't charter their own jet. So they're just getting rides from their friends. That was a legit right. thing that was reported on the news. I think there's probably some truth to that. But th- I think, though, um, well, the I mean, not that they're getting rides from their friends. They are being provided services or whatever. But the the funny thing, I, I've been reading this book about it. Um, I'm, just, I'm not that far into it, of course. But... <laughs> They you're like you're like LeBron when they when they interview yeah, him. Yeah. He's always on the and first page. The first, the first page of the Hunger Games. <laughs> like, uh, Le, uh, LeBron, what do you think about uh you know that book? And he's like, it's real good, real good. Yeah, I'm enthralled. His yeah. favorite book was wasn't it The Godfather for a oh, while? Dude, was his they favorite asked book? him. They asked him about Malcolm X when he he's like holding the book and they're like, oh, I see you're reading the uh, autobiography. What what do you think about? It? And he's like. Good guy, good guy. Real did some real good things. Very, yeah. It's an important book. <laughs> it's like, dude, is this me in sixth grade trying to do right. a book report? What's yeah. happening? Yeah. 
But this book, they, they say that there is, um, you know, there is a, 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 after World War II, there was a program called Operation Paperclip. Yeah. yeah. Right, where they took all the German scientists. That's how we got America's NASA program. It was mm-hmm. actually the result of, like, German scientists who were brought over and, you know, we, we adopted their technology or whatever. Um, so whenever they bring these people into the fold, they, there was a, a operation called Operation Mafia or whatever. They bring like people who were in the mafia into the CIA to teach them about techniques and how to do things underworld related in order to use them as leverage over people or whatever. And, um, you know, they, they actually posited that, uh, who, what's his face? Scarface is based on it. It's the most Tony, famous. Tony game. Montana. Or no, 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 not Scarface. This, the old Scarface. Who's the famous Chicago? I'm drawing a blank. Oh, Capone? Al Capone. Capone. Yeah. They, the reason that they could have they they could have gotten Capone for um, he would have went scot free. The the because the CIA and the FBI or whatever didn't give a shit about him. They called him for tax evasion. The IRS was the one yeah. who got him because they're the only ones who cared, right? Damn. Yeah, because apparently that they they. they the theory is is that he was helping them to you know learn these techniques of like what to do with people, how to leverage people, and stuff like that. So they're uh, like kind of an exchange thing for that. And so there's and like this Whitey Bulger, Al, yeah. Cap- Al Capone, yeah. a Hall of Fame troublemaker. Ooh, Hall of Fame troublemaker. Yeah. We don't have him um, up there. We don't have him uh, up there. I was say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Ed Gain? Who is that? That's oh, that's Pablo. 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 Oh, okay. Now I just noticed that. Okay, I do like Johnny Cash. That's hilarious. They were just the only ones that they had on Amazon. And I like um, I like Ronan Farrow's father <laughs> right there. Yeah, there's no fucking way in hell it's Woody Allen. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I, I don't know. We'll see when I finish the book <laughs> how much of it I really lend a lot of credibility to. But it seems more plausible than, um, you know, Democrats sit around in a fire in the eyes wide shut masks and sacrifice babies. It does seem more plausible, yeah. yeah. I will give you that. I will give you that. <laughs> it seems more plausible, but Dylan doesn't believe it. No, no. <laughs> Dude, I can talk conspiracy theories. I love talking conspiracy theories. Do I necessarily believe them? No. But I do think that the government and the people in power, people with power do shady things. I mean, the one um, during the Cuban Missile Crisis when the CIA went to JFK, yeah. and they were like, hey, we got an idea. We got to um, get support for an invasion of Cuba. We're going to do a false flag attack. We're going to dress operatives up as Cuban nationals and shoot up a mall. We're going to commit a mass shooting in a mall in Miami, and that's going to get people on board with an invasion. And he was like, are you insane? No. And that came out like 60 years later that that was pitched to the president of the United States. I heard that's... (laughs) So are you telling me that things... Weren't pitched to presidents that they were like, yeah, let's like do that it. That's say, a great right. idea. I like that you say pitched. Yeah, dude, so it's, it's, like, it's a murder, not a Cedric the yeah, Entertainer like, sitcom. They're pi- yeah, they're pitching to HBO. <laughs> well, that is um, <laughs> that is something that I had read where like that was a, a possible theory as to why um, he got got was because he wouldn't play ball. Yeah. I could see that. Wait, are you calling the Kennedy assassination? He got got. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you drive around out in the open, you're gonna get got. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what happened to JFK. You got yeah. got. The last great president. I met. Uh, I met Bill Clinton once. Thought you were gonna say you met JFK. Like, <laughs> Only oh. in my dreams. <laughs> I met Bill Clinton once, and and like I'd never voted for the guy. I didn't really like him, and then I met him, and I was like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, I can see that. He does a thing where he has this ability where these extremely charismatic people 
can talk to you and make you feel like you're the only person in the room. Yeah. And he has it too. And it was like, um, I, I was working at a hotel as after the military and I was operating an elevator that was taking him up to his suite. He was in town, like speaking at an event, you know, it was when I think Bush was still president or Obama, one of them. And, uh, and so the secret service was like, just keep your eyes forward on the elevator, press the third floor button. Don't make any eye contact. Don't look at him or whatever. And they brought him out in the elevator and he was talking and then he touched me on the shoulder and he was like, Hey, how you doing today or whatever? And then, you know, I was like, Oh, Hey, I'm doing pretty good. You look good, man. Cause he had like lost weight or whatever. And he was like, yeah, just been trying to lose weight. Don't want to go back under the knife or whatever. You know, you know how it goes sort of thing. And I'm like, Oh yeah, you're the, like the 42nd president of, the, of the America. <laughs> I was said of the world of America. And you're like talking, I felt like that douchebag from um, gladiator. Where he was like, Marcus Aurelius touched me on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> you knew Marcus Aurelius. Yes. I didn't exactly. know him. He touched me. Yeah. I didn't know him. He touched me on the shoulder. <laughs> oh, God, dude, I love that movie. Uh, <laughs> so he just got, all, oh my God. Yeah. And then you'd see him around and like, you'd have to like, um, I mean, he was always being escorted everywhere by a secret service. Yeah. And he would talk to everybody like that. They were like trying to, he was like, he was, they're tr- supposed to take him to a plane and he was just wanted to bullshit about golf with everybody who would yeah. talk to him about it. Cause it was at a golf resort and he just loved it. You know. Dude, what secrets does the Secret Service have? Oh, know? so many. Watching these presidents. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. There, you know. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. In their element and mm-hmm. like who they are as people. And I can't. I, I don't. I don't know if I told you this. This is is my take on presidents. Why that the candidates are so old now, and they've kind of always been old. Is I don't think we're just supposed to have a bunch of former presidents running around. I think it's just a bad look. Oh, if we just had like yeah, 20 that, former I, I think, presidents. Yeah, I think that like like if, if we start getting like a like filtering in a bunch of like 35, 40 year old presidents, there's just going to be a bunch of dudes who used to be president. Well, uh, what, what's like, what the you, downside of that? I just don't what, what are they supposed to do? Some other kind of civil service. Yeah, or, but, they, but that we need to pay for well, the they do kind of service for the rest of their lives. Well, here's the thing. You become a president now. You become rich. Oh, extremely. Yeah. 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 Except I mean, for Trump, he lost money because he's a hero. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he lost money. He did. He went in with a higher net worth than when he left. Okay. Fair enough. Hillary made uh, Bill, Bill Obama. They made like a hundred million dollars. They the had years. to for, well, I get it. Like they want speaking engagement fees and oh, things yeah. like that, you know, but like, well, the more egregious ones are like the Nancy Pelosi's of the world. And anytime you have AOC and Matt Gates on the same side being like, we need to, fix this problem yes. yeah. you're like yeah that's 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 pretty telling you sounds, know what I mean? sounds they, they, they me. straight up i think called it the pelosi bill <laughs> like no more old bitch getting her fucking free coin <laughs> bill <laughs> dude there are there are uh tiktok accounts that follow all of the uh investments that her husband yep. makes and they like they do better than like the top hedge funds yes. in the world yeah is just the Nancy Pelosi uh, investment TikTok. Right. That, that was right. my least favorite celebrity lookalike I ever got was Matt Gates. Oh, I think I say Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I, I see it, dude. I see it. <laughs> you don't look like Matt Gates. You kind of do. Dude, now there, there, was, there was there was like, uh, like maybe because of the hair. There was a couple of stand up videos I, I posted, and somebody was like, the fuck is Matt Gates talking about? So specifically well, I insulting. Didn't, I didn't know who it was at first oh, because I don't so pay attention funny. to anything. I'm kind of an idiot. And uh, and I went on. I was like, who's Matt Gates? 
Ah, fuck. This doesn't seem like <laughs> well, now when I'm called Jelly Roll, <laughs> I will I will take that as a compliment versus yeah. Matt Gates. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather be called a fat country rapper. <laughs> uh, I, although when I got I got a uh, Jonah going downhill. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good too. That's so uh, good. Uh, this 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 is this is a good way to wrap up. Uh, Derek is uh, is is a fucking great roaster, by the way. I love I love your videos. Oh, on thank you. Um, what is your favorite roast joke that? You've wrote, you've written oh, in like the last couple of years. End, and what's your favorite roast joke you've ever heard about yourself? And I'll tell you mine. Oh man, I've heard so many great ones um, about me. Um, JP McDay did one last night. It was so underappreciated. Um, but it was uh, Derek. Thanks for taking time away from having awake apnea. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Or he had JP has my favorites. JP um, and then. Divya uh, Karen. she had a, uh, a couple of great ones, too, about, um, oh, oh, you've seen Derek um, in uh, uh, the KKK? <laughs> Everybody's like, whoa, 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 what the <laughs> fuck? And she goes, yeah, that is his bra size. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But my favorite, my favorite one about her, it was actually about her, it was Divya so ugly she could ride a bus safely in India. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Dude, we have a we have a friend, and then I want to hear yours, Ray. We have a friend who was preparing for a roast battle, and he was talking to me about it, and he was like, "Is it yeah. Zach? Uh, no, I'm it's sorry. um, it's uh, uh, Kinback, Chris Kinback." Oh, okay. And he was like, "He's like, yeah, uh, this girl that I'm roasting, I thought she was Indian, and I wrote all these Indian jokes, and I just found out she's Puerto Rican." Oh, <laughs> dude, that might be kind of. And funny. I told him, I go, "You just need to go up and do all the Indian jokes, and just be like." I wrote him. <laughs> was it for Lynette? I don't even remember. Oh, okay. Because somebody else approached me with that same issue. It's it was so about funny, Lynette. Dude. Yeah, yeah. That is, uh, yeah, that's very funny. What, wait, wait, what are yours? Right? Roast, yeah, my, but, my my favorite one that I ever heard about me is, and it was when I it was when I was a little younger and douchier. This girl said that. Ray looks like his dream job is selling energy drinks at a porn convention. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, damn. Yeah. All right. <laughs> there was that one. There was a joke that you told. There was a guy who was talking during that VFW gig. And you said something that was like off the cuff. It was like, uh, I can hear you whisper next to, next to a plane engine. Cause he was like talking. What was that line? Oh, I, I said, I said, I said, why are you talking like you're next to a jet engine? Yeah. Like, where did you God. learn how to fucking whisper? Yeah. That was so funny. Oh no, that's what I said. Funny. Where'd you learn how to whisper next to a jet engine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best, the uh, there was, there was this kid really actually a funny kid back in Pittsburgh. I thought it was, he was like a, like a nerdy looking kid, but he had like, like a ginger and freckles. And I said, he looked like a pumpkin carving of Bill Gates. <laughs> uh, that's good. Also on the list. Yes. Also on the list. <laughs> dude, awesome. With yeah. Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Um, dude, we're over an hour. Uh, so let's wrap up, dude. Thank you for coming. Yeah, oh, thanks, thanks for having Tell me, the man. people yeah. where they can Tell uh, them where they can find you and plug the fucking special. Yeah. Man. Uh, recording a special February 4th. Uh, that's this Sunday. I don't know when this comes out, but uh, be out tomorrow. Okay, yeah, Sunday, February fourth. It's the only Sunday without football. You can still see a guy with CTE. Um, <laughs> five and seven p.m. Uh, at New York Comedy Club. Two shows. Please come out and see it. I'd appreciate it. Follow me at Hump Derek. And um, I love all comedians. We were kidding at the top. I, even if you do a. <laughs> 
a what if Tony Soprano was gay bit. I still like it. I love all of you. <laughs> Def- definitely give uh, give Derek a follow. And if you are in New York City, uh, it's New York Comedy Club. New York Comedy uh, Club. Gramercy. Gramercy. New York Comedy Club. Gramercy. Go to that fucking show. Support. He's fucking hilarious. And uh, you could find me on... Uh, all social media at Ray Zawadney. Uh, this weekend, I will be uh, in Columbus, Ohio, doing some of the Don't Tell shows there. Ooh, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to promote those. Don't tell. Um, and then uh, this Sunday, I will be at the uh, Stress Factory in Connecticut. Ooh, oh, yeah. look at you, Raymond. And uh, you can follow me at Dylan Krasinski on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and at Troublemakers on all those sites. We post clips three, four, five, sometimes six times a week. Uh, we'll see you next week, baby. Go follow Derek. Check out his uh, live taping this Sunday. Good night. Good night.